Hey everybody, what's up and welcome to episode five of the TJ Macedas Show. I am of course your host, TJ Macedas. Excited to be here, pumped up about life. And today I'm going to talk about 10 basic tricks, basic tips, not really tricks, more tips for your e-commerce store. So I don't know if you're out there and you have a, a little t-shirt shop or you have an Etsy shop or you sell who's it's or what's it's or thingamabobs, whatever they are. I'm gonna give you 10 just small tips for your e-commerce store, things that you can probably do while sitting on the couch watching Netflix. I think you could do all nine. Uh, I think you could do nine out of 10 of them uh, while watching Netflix on the couch. So pretty easy things to do. But I think things that sometimes people overlook because they're so concerned with inventory and products and all this other stuff that you have to worry about when running an e-commerce store that sometimes the little things, the tweaks, the, the little things that could end up making a big difference kind of get put way down on the to-do list. And by the end of the day, you really don't want to do anything. So spend tonight or tomorrow night or a night this week sitting on your laptop and doing these things while you watch Parks and Rec or The Office, or whatever television show that you like to watch. So, I'm gonna jump right into it. Um, this can be used for anybody with an e-commerce store. I personally, we personally for Walk in Love, we use Shopify, I love Shopify. They're a great platform. If you have any sort of seriousness about running an e-commerce store, Shopify is the place to be. There will be a link in this blog post and the YouTube description for Shopify. I think they have a 14 day free trial, but definitely check them out, well worth the investment. Uh, that they charge uh, and they have kind of a tiered system. So the bigger you get, the more you pay, but it's a great, great platform and we really, really do love it. Um, but you know, if you have an Etsy store, I think you can take some of these. Etsy is kind of branded within the Etsy program. So I'm not a huge fan of that. I like being able to brand, have your product branded the way that you want it rather than sell it within Etsy or eBay or something or Amazon that's already branded the way they branded it. Um, so I would recommend if you are getting serious to kind of look for those other options. I know there's a big cartel that's out there, but I, I would go with Shopify. That's what I'd recommend for you. Shopify all the way. Team Shopify. Let's do it. Um, so my number one, uh, number one tip, first tip on 10 tips to kind of help your e-commerce store. Number one is have a simple landing page. Think about the things people look at every day. They look at Instagram, they look at Twitter, they look at Snapchat, um, they look at Facebook maybe. Uh, they are all very simple in their design. They are all very easy to understand. I mean, Instagram, you're basically looking at one photo at a time. Uh, Snapchat, you're, you're only looking at one thing at a time. It takes up the whole screen. But then you go to someone who eats commerce store and they have banners and photos and they're sliding and swiping and they're looking this way and there's buttons and there's things coming out of the side and there's 500 things popping up. Simplify, people. Let's simplify your landing page. Um, I don't know where the statistics from, but I know that like this, if you have a banner that swipes, I think the second image um, has like a, the, the, the amount that it drops in terms of click-through rate is just incredible, like 80% from the first image. Um, and when you have something that swipes, people tend to just want to watch that rather than click into your shop and get to the actual shopping. So I would even recommend getting rid of that like sliding banner with multiple photos and just have one photo, a really good photo as your, as your prominent thing. And then below that, at least for Walk in Love, we have that one main photo, we have our logo. And then under that, it's product. So we want people to get right into shopping. We want people to buy. Um, I don't think you should have your Instagram feed show up on your homepage. I don't think you should have your blog feed show up on your homepage. You want people to shop, you want people to buy, and you wanna give them, you want to make the fewest clicks to get to that point of shopping and buying. So I would simplify your homepage, kind of take out the clutter, um, and just make it real simple. Real, real simple, I can't, I can't stress that enough. 
you want people to get to shopping right away. So that's my first tip. Number two is the only pop-up that you should ever have on your website, at least I believe, is one that captures email. You want people to sign up to get a discount code. You wanna capture those email. We have one pop-up to capture those email. They get a coupon if they sign up, but then we also have a block at the bottom of our website where they can also sign up for the email list. Uh, you wanna capture people's email because that will give you a chance to reach out to them directly to their inbox and try to get them as a customer. So have something that captures those emails to grow that customer database. The only thing I regret about Walk in Love is that we didn't start doing that sooner. It took us quite a while to have that feature, get it set up, get it going, um, so you can reach out to those customers uh, directly. So number one, simplify your homepage. Number two, capture those emails. Uh, number three, and this one drives me crazy when I go to a, an e-commerce store or a, someone's blog or something like this, and I go and I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're on Instagram, and I click on their Instagram link, and it doesn't work. People, the social links on your website should work. But not only should they work, you should also be active on them. Number two biggest pet peeve is if I go to a blog and I'm like, oh, I want to follow them on Instagram. And the photo I see on Instagram is like 58 weeks ago. So obviously you don't use Instagram. So don't have it linked from your website because I'm going to follow you or, I'm, or someone's going to follow you so that they can be updated by you. And if you never update those social links, those social sites, they will never be updated, that way they will never become a customer. So have those social links work. And two, if, the, if you do choose to have them work, make sure they're social links that you use. Um, if you don't use Instagram or you don't use Twitter or whatever, you're not as active on them, don't link to them. Link to the one that you use a lot. If, if Facebook is your thing, then link to Facebook. But make sure that they work. So frustrating when I click on those social links on a blog or a website or a commerce store and they don't work, they link to you know page not found. So frustrating, very unprofessional looking. Make sure those links work. <clears throat> Number four uh, is have free shipping, a free shipping amount, whether it's 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever your free shipping amount is, you must have it on your store. Usually e-commerce stores come with like a little banner that can go at the top that says free shipping over X amount of dollars. Uh, you can add it on your homepage photo, uh, add it somewhere because people want to get to that amount. Uh, Amazon Prime has made people realize that they never want to pay for shipping again. Uh, and so, but they'll spend a little extra money to get to that amount. So make sure that it's clear, make sure that it's abundantly clear. Also, if, you're, you know, if it's only US shipping, make sure you note that because you'll get people complaining about it. Otherwise, number five, so that's number four. Number five is have categories to shop from. So shop all, shop new, shop sale, shop women's, shop unisex, everyone, kind of shops a different way. When I go to a website, an e-commerce store, I always like to see what's newest. So that's usually the first button that I click on because I wanna see what the newest thing there is. And then I probably go to clearance to see if there's anything older that I like. And then I usually go to all and then scroll through everything. People do it all different ways. Some people will only buy stuff on sale, so you wanna give them that clearance section right away. Uh, some people will only, only want what's new, so you wanna give them that new section. Some people wanna sort through everything um, themselves, so you have to have some sort of shop all feature on your website. Uh, give them categories. I wouldn't go overboard with the categories. I wouldn't be like, shop everything that's navy and shop everything that's red. Uh, I think that's a little overkill. Um, but I would have some basic categories. The categories we have at Walk in Love are Shop new, shop all, shop clearance, shop extras, which we consider like buttons, stickers, things like that. Shop women's and shop unisex. So those are kind of our general categories um, uh, that we have. I'd have 
at least those, um, especially if you're clothing. Uh, but you know, like if you're a print company, you know, make sure you have shop prints. Oh, we also have shop tees. So if someone just wants a t-shirt, they can see all of them uh, side by side by side by side. Uh, so yeah, have a bunch of different categories, not too many, but enough that people who might shop different ways have options to choose from. That's what I would do if I was you. That's what we do at Walk and Love, and it's it's been very very beneficial uh, to see that. Uh, number six is have an about page. That makes sense. I have gone to so many about pages on websites that are one. They're either so long that I'm like. Ain't nobody got time for that. I'm not gonna read that. Or two, there's like weird jokes and stories and this and that. Have an about page that makes sense that's written like an about page, not written like, hey, my name's Lynn, I like to go to coffee shops. Like you don't want that. You want something that's more professional. You want something that tells about your brand and what it does and what it sells. Um, if you're not a good writer, find a writer friend to write it for you. Um, so have a nice written about page. Uh, but even above that, what I would always recommend is having a, having a mission statement or kind of the, the, the nuts and bolts of what your company is about. Uh, because some people, myself included, I don't like to read long about pages, but I do like to know what a company is about. And so if there's a mission statement or something right at the top uh, that I can get that information from quickly, that would be really great and much appreciated. I mean, people are so used to now reading bios and Instagram feeds and Twitter feeds, and those are three sentences long. So you should have something like that already ready. Have that at the top of your about page, and then maybe below have maybe more of the full story of how you started, things like that. Um, because I think people will interact with it differently. Uh, you know, I kind of tend to lead towards the short one. Brooke tends to lead towards the, lean towards the longer one. I think both are important, both are needed, um, but I would have them separate and very visually separate. Uh, so that, that's number six. Number seven, this is just to save you time. Number seven is just to save you time. Have a frequently asked questions page. If you run the, the uh, correspondence of your site, which most people do because most people do everything for their site, um, and you get one question over and over again, put it on our frequently asked questions page. It won't eliminate the question necessarily, but it will reduce the amount of times that it happens. Um, every time I, you know, we get a question that keeps getting asked and asked and asked, we usually add it to that page. Um, we have a returns and exchange pages linked from the frequently asked questions page that explains our return and exchange policy. Uh, those things are all just huge time savers for you in the long run. It gives you less emails to answer, less things to correspond over. Um, so they'll save you tons of time in the long run. That is number seven, frequently asked questions page. Do it now, do it today, do it tonight. You probably already know all the answers to the questions because you've probably answered them a hundred times. Um, number eight, this is one that Walk and Love kind of gets some, some uh, grief for, is you can search and search our website, but you will never find a phone number. And that is because we don't have someone here answering the phones. We're a team of three, and that would be difficult to have someone here all the time answering the phones. So the only way, one of the only ways to contact us is through email because that is set up. That is a correspondence that works for us. So number, number eight is use a contact form, a correspondence that works best for your business. So if you're a phone, if you're a phone person and you love being on the phone and you love talking to customers on the phone, then have your phone number on your website. If that would drive you crazy, then don't uh, have an email or maybe a Facebook message or whatever it is that you're most comfortable with use because uh, nothing is more frustrating than trying to contact a company by a way that's on their website and never getting through. So, so that's why we don't have our phone number up there. Um, we also don't have a phone in our studio, so we could, you know, it'd be my cell phone. Um, but yeah, use a contact form, a contact 
uh, correspondence way that works for you because that will make your life easier and it will make your customers less frustrated with you if they know the way that works for you and they know they're gonna get a response that way. We use email, use what works for you. That is number eight. Number nine, um, I, I go to, you know, if I ever go to an e-commerce store, I'm frustrated if things are sold out. So number nine, my ninth tip for you guys is to hide sold out products. Um, there's a little caveat to that, but for the most part, hide sold out products so your customers aren't posting on your social like, oh, everything's always sold out because you know that's not true. Um, they're just bummed because the one item that they want is sold out. We don't do that all the time because we do have some core products that we always try to keep stocked and keep, keep in inventory. Um, and so they might only be sold out for a two week period of time. So we do keep those online because we also have a feature that you can say, alert me when this is back in stock. So we don't hide every product, but if it's not coming back or it's not coming back for more than two months, then it's definitely hidden. Um, the only products that we keep active when they are sold out are products that we know have been reordered and are coming back just in case anybody wants to use that alert me feature. Uh, that is number nine. All, all one through nine, you can do on the couch from a laptop with no problem. Um, so those are nine tips that you could do tonight while watching Netflix. Super easy things that I think would end up going a long way. You might not see instant results from them, but in the long run, they will make your lives easier. So I'm gonna recap those and then I'm gonna jump to number 10, which is a little bit bigger of a project. So number one, simple landing page. Have one photo and have products to buy. You want to get people shopping as quickly as possible. Number two, have a capture email feature, whether it's a pop-up or something on your blog or something down at the bottom of the website. Have a way to capture email so you can reach back out to those customers and snatch them up. Number three, have social links on your website that work. So if your Instagram link is broken, fix it. If you don't use Instagram and you haven't posted in 80 some weeks, don't link to it from your website because why would you want people to follow you on a social media that you do not use? Link to the social medias that you use and make sure those links are operational. Number four, have a free shipping amount and have it visible. Amazon Prime has ruined shipping costs for all of us. We want everything shipped for free and we all want it in two days actually. But uh, have that free shipping number there visible so people can reach for that. Um, it might even increase your average cart sale. <clears throat> Number five, have categories to shop from. Shop all, shop new, shop clearance, uh, shop women's, shop unisex, shop this. Um, have a variety of categories because people like to shop different ways. I wouldn't overkill it, but you know, I wouldn't just have one category. I would have at least five or six um, so people can shop the way that they feel most comfortable shopping with. Um, Number six, have an about page kind of a two-part about page. One, a mission statement at the top for the people who only want to read two or three sentences about who you are and what you do. And then two, have a longer story for the people that like to be engaged deeper into your brand and into who you are. That's number six. Number seven, have a frequently asked questions page. These are the questions that you get all the time in your email anyways. Make a page on your website to answer them so that you don't waste time answering the same questions over and over again in email. They won't ever stop coming in email, but you can at least limit them with that page. Number eight, have a way, that, uh, a way of contacting you that works best for you. So if you're a phone person, have your phone number. If you do not like talking on the phone to customers or it does not work for the schedule that you run, then have an email so you can answer them all and people know that they're gonna get back to you. Nothing is more frustrating as a customer than reaching out to a company on a way that's on their website and never getting a return message. So have a way that works for you. We use email. 
Number nine, hide sold out products if they're not coming back within two months. Um, you know, we keep some products active if they're coming back in stock soon, but if they're not coming back for a while, please hide them. Nothing is more frustrating for customers than going to a site and seeing so many sold out products, they might even question if you're actually still in business. So that's number one through nine. Things you can do on the couch tonight watching Netflix. Number 10 is a little bit bigger of a project, but I think it is well worth it. And number 10 is having consistent product photos on your website. There is nothing worse looking, in my opinion, on an e-commerce store than having product photos. Let's say you're selling t-shirts. One t-shirt photo is on a person. The next one is on a digital mock-up that's totally fake. The next one's flat. The next one's a user uh, submitted photo and they're all over the place. They're all different sizes. It makes your store look more like a flea market than an actual professional store. Um, it's just, it's just no good. So if you don't have a consistent way of shooting your products, one, come up with it. Uh, and two, do it every time. So at walk and love, we take all product photos flat on a white background. Um, that's the way we do it. That's the way we do every product. It's consistent. People come to our website. They see them all laid out before them. And it's just easy to, I think it's easy to take in. They're all the same size. So they line up when they go across the e-commerce site on your, on your desktop. Uh, they're easy to scroll through without being so distracted by who's wearing what. I always say, if you're doing clothing, don't take it on a person. It's distracting. I think to see someone wearing it because usually it's someone that's like super hunky and has great hair. And you're like, I would never look like that. So I like to take them flat so people can visualize themselves in it. Um, if you take, if jewelry is your thing um, and you have some photos on a mannequin and some photos flat and some photos on a person, figure out which works best for you and do that every time. I would recommend the mannequin or the flat version because getting the same person over and over again could be difficult for a schedule, et cetera. Um, on the mannequin, you can control that um, you know, to, to make it look consistent every time because I think consistency uh, makes your store look much more professional than being all over the place. Um, I had someone ask me a question, what if I'm not a photographer? You know, Brooke and I have a background in photography so we can take all our product photos. My guess is that there is some young 20-something, some young college kid, some young high school kid that has a real interest in photography that would trade you photography for products uh, I guarantee you can find that person out there. So if, if you don't have the money to pay a photographer, maybe trade uh, services for goods, um, you know, something like that, uh, or just shoot them with your iPhone. I mean, honestly, we shoot so much content that we use professionally with our iPhones. There are plenty of courses out there online that you can take for free to take better iPhone photos. Do it yourself if you don't want to, if you can't pay someone or you can't trade with someone. Um, but definitely get consistent product photography. It will go such a long way in making your website, your e-commerce store look professional and look like something that people want to give their money to and buy into. Um, that's it. Those are my 10 tips, nine of which you can do really easily from a laptop at home. I hope they help. If you guys have any other questions, please, please, please ask them in the comments below. And if you wouldn't mind, maybe hit the like button as well. That would make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Thank you so much for watching. I am, of course, your host, TJ Macedas. You can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TJ Macedas, T-J-M-O-U-S-E-T-I-S, and tjmacedas.com. Thank you so much for watching. As always, remember to live with passion and end with Jesus. Have a great day.